Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. The back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and of course... Twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast. Hello, Twitch room. Happy St. David's Day. Is that what day it is today? It is. St. David's Day? It's St. David's Day. It's it's my day. It's it's Happy Wales Day, and it's also Happy Pancake Day, Shrove Tuesday. Lots of things to be happy about this this Tuesday. Yeah, true. Pancake Day. I haven't had a pancake in a long time, but that it feels like it would be a good day to have a pancake. Did you have a pancake today? I did not have a pancake. No. How did you no. celebrate St. David's Day? That's your own day. Uh, it was it was very miserable today. It was very rainy. It was very oh. grey. I I went for lunch with my dad. Had a burger. Uh, nice. Over to see my grandma. Dropped her off some recycling bags. You know, had a fucking wild St. David's <laughs> that Day. Was, that sounds here. crazy, bro. And then watched a bunch of Shame at Man matches and watched the Justice League. Wow, <laughs> you had a great, <laughs> great, probably top ten days of your life. I guarantee you. Wow, Justice League and Shane McMahon matches. Uh, I'm just going to sort you out. Apparently, you can't be heard right now, but that should be fixed in just a second. Um, there we go. And now the lovely Twitch room gets here. Braden, I had a solo show. Was it last week? And then I, I think I just guess I I wanted to oh. continue that trend <laughs> for the Twitch room. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That yeah, we switched over to Red Circle, so it's like a different uh, server. Hopefully, the Twitch room can hear me now. Um, and, and yeah, we have, we're going to eventually have some, some advertising in our shows coming in the near future. But, uh, if you are RSS, re-subscribe and all that stuff. And yeah, you probably got a show where it was just Davey's voice. 
uh, for a, a, a few of you there. And they were like, uh, uh, but thank you everyone for letting us know. But yeah, uploaded the wrong file to the new <laughs> website. Great, great first start. But no, I fixed it right away. And shout out Wei Ting as well, who I think he's in the chat. I think he's oh, also he? in the chat. He's sliding in my, uh, my, my text DMs right now. So I had dinner with Wade this week, actually. Shout out Wade Ting. I had a lovely dinner with Wade. We had some Viet food. We had a, we had a blast. We didn't get to watch Justice League or Shane McMahon matches like you did mm-hmm. today, Davey, but we had a nice dinner. Uh, <laughs> uh, That's nice. So, lovely. Um, I had a nice dinner actually yesterday. I got, I went to one of these like all you can eat Japanese barbecue. It was a, all you can eat Japanese. Oh, I saw barbecue. you went to Gubi. Yeah. I, <sighs> I love you. Which one did you go to? There's the one. The one near your old house. Place. Yeah. Oh, the one opposite there. Yeah. No, yeah. it's good. I've not been to that. I've been to the one on Dundas, you know, like Dundas, Chinatown. Like it's really good. I definitely ate enough like barbecued meat and stuff to feed an entire family. Yes. Cause then I also went, uh, me and the girlfriend went to like another pinball. I'm on that pinball kick. So I found uh monster universal monsters pinball. And then I found out that the sister bar tilt in Toronto also had WWF Royal rumble, the pinball. So oh. I went, I went and played that and that was a sweet machine, but they also had Davey and I know you're going to lose it. Star Wars, but the OG star Wars. Okay. Nice. Like the OG oh. trilogy pinball machine. I actually played, uh, I actually played our star Wars pinball yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I met up with, uh, was an expert and listener and world champion of the show, Chris Price. Uh, we went to Brewdog, where they, uh, they had uh, five pinball machines. So got to play the old Star Wars game, uh, which was great. And they had Guardians of the Galaxy. They had a couple of others, but to be honest, we mainly just played Star Wars. It's a good mainly, one. I played Star Wars and was like, Chris, watch me. I'm going <laughs> to play pinball. <laughs> I miss this thing a lot. Yeah. So I've I like, still uh, got it. I will say I, okay. I, I've still got the touch. Yeah. I, like I like playing the, the ones that, you know, like the movies and stuff, but I like finding like odd and weird random ones that I'm like, does it, when did this, when was this made and why does this exist? Like some, there's some strange ones out there. Like uh, there, there's obviously good ones. Like there's a new Ghostbusters one. That's like just the OG film all over it. And that one is, is pretty awesome as well. But yeah, I started getting into the pinball uh, thing uh, and it's, and it's been all right. Uh, but other than that, you all right? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. It's uh, a bit up and down here. Um, still just issues with uh, money and the Canadian government <laughs> and all that. But like in in uh, putting, th- putting things in perspective with everything else going on in the world right now, it's all right. And, yeah. and shout out to like sending love to everyone. Obviously, there's awful stuff happening in in Ukraine right now and and all over the world um horrible horrible things happening so uh got to count ourselves lucky and um yeah rise against hate you know as john cena would say yeah no no for real it's it's crazy it's like now um, i i've been watching the the news a bit more than i than i usually do just because like yeah there is uh, a lot going on and uh Shout out Ukraine and shout out their their prime minister, man. That guy is uh, that guy. Is, yeah, it's, as it seems, uh, as it seems, uh, he reminds me of uh, he looks like Arda Ocal from WWE or like the the hmm. the, the, the aftermath guy. But you know, I keep seeing it. it looks like him. Uh, I, yeah, honestly, um, 
yeah, that, that, this is, is crazy. And, and we in Toronto and, and Ottawa and Canada, we had this freedom convoy thing and like, Hey, not saying either side, neither here nor there, but like a real freedom convoy shit is, is like happening every time I'm watching Twitter or stuff like that. And if like, this is somewhat of a war and is, has become something like this. It's crazy that this is the first generation where we're all like getting behind it and stuff like that. And, uh, people are, are sh- real time showing things. So it's just, it is, it is pretty wild. So like, yeah. Uh, crazy, crazy times. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm in Canada right now. You're over in the UK and um, so far our lives have nothing's like affected us here. And, you know, we're, we're, we're grateful, but we obviously everyone is like it's 20, 2022. I'm pretty sure we were like over everyone fighting all the time, at least, like, yeah. like in that kind of thing, it's just like, come on, what the fuck? So, yeah, that's why I, I try to watch wrestling and, and get my escape 100% because it's definitely. Yeah, fake, fake fighting's all right. Yeah, I as long as it's okay. Fighting, yeah, if you like playing real it, shit, no, like, no, no. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, uh, but definitely, like, some of the stuff I've been seeing is like, man, this is crazy. Like, why are we over this shit? World peace, bro. World peace. It sounds so oh, cliche when you're like, like yeah, seeing, seeing all these things. Some of the videos and things, like the building that got crazy today and stuff. It's it's nuts and all of and yeah, just it's it's an awful time and and very scary because uh, like I don't know, like obviously you like I don't know what we can do. There's there's sort of charities and things you can donate to and trying to be more conscious about. I mean, it, it looks like. Uh, the rest of Europe and the U S are kind of shutting out, out financially Russia, you know, but, uh, it's all kind of a bit above me, but, um, but yeah, it's just, it's awful. It's, Davey, we, we, we podcast about wrestling, Davey. We can't go to war. Are you kidding? No. Me? Have you seen oh, I, the, We'd be useless. Yeah. What are we absolutely do? useless. We would be like Robin Williams and, uh, like we would, what well, we would try to be hosts and get people perked up to go to war. No, we would, we, we, we're, we just talk about fake fighting. We're, we're, we're fucked. Like, no, mm. world peace, bro. Stop. Everybody stop fighting. Please stop. Putin, yeah. you're an asshole. Come on, stop this. Um, yeah, honestly, it's, it's, it's so weird. So, yeah, we're a wrestling podcast, but it's like, man, things are going on. It's pretty crazy. So uh, be thankful. You wake up every day, people. All mm. right. Just remember that. Much yeah. love. Um, well, we have some happy things to talk about. I mean, we can talk about NXT in a few, but... We do have uh, a lot of stuff happening. It's the first of the month, isn't it? It is. Happy March mm. 1st. Yeah. St. David's March Day. Ever. Remember St. David's Day, Pancake Day, Come Tuesday. Wow. It's all happening. Wow. All happen- it literally was Come Tuesday today. We had, we had a Von sighting, didn't we? <laughs> we love a bit of wags on a Tuesday. <laughs> love a good wag on a Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's best March ever. So we're doing a... Obviously, a new month on the Patreon, which means there's a bunch of shows coming out, podcasts. And, well, we do a show called Best Match Ever, and we had a few ideas floating around. And since it's March, we thought, hey, let's do some real good creative marketing and call it Best March Ever. Mm. Therefore, there will be three best matches ever coming out this month, and including the one that's starting, well, this week, because we're recording the show tomorrow. It is Best Match Ever. Pour one out. The WWE has lost someone recently from the company and his name is Shane McMahon. So we will be talking all about the money in a 
best match ever, Shane McMahon out this week. I know Absolutely. you're excited. This is all your I, idea. Uh, you know what? I am excited. I, I went back and watched a bunch of these matches today and had a, a big old smile on my face uh, watching them. And unfortunately, we're not getting Shane McMahon versus Pat McAfee at this year's Mania. Um, would would that have been the match, do you think? But well, let's talk like, about that in a we second. We might be having another McMahon <laughs> versus Pat McAfee at this year's Mania. Um, but yeah, uh, Shane McMahon... Uh, a lot of crazy matches in his in his illustrious career, and we're going to talk all about them. I can't fucking wait. Are you going to wear? Your, did you bring your Shane McMahon jersey to the UK with you? I don't think I did. Oh wow, fake uh, fake fan. Well, we're, we're we're not on video for these ones, are we? Although I do, I am watching like watching all these matches, and I just want all of these jerseys. Like I don't you want all Shane McMahon. Yeah, if I could get like the the WrestleMania 17 jersey against Vince, Ooh, yeah. the the Kurt Angle King of the Ring jersey, um, yeah. what was it? X Chump he had against X Park. Like all of them, all of them would be. I great. think I think the one X 17 would be pretty sweet. Yeah, mm. out of all the Shane O'Mac jerseys. Yeah, you're a big Shane O'Mac fan. You do own a Shane McMahon jersey, and anytime we've watched him wrestle while watching wrestling, you have worn the jersey so we are doing a best match ever shane mcmahon and talking all about all his matches that's going to be out this week but that's not all because we lost something else from the wwe recently so we're going to do this show in memoriam as well best match ever 205 live yeah aka best match ever buddy murphy slash buddy matthews but that's okay uh john Cena, who hosts shot in the dark on this free feed every week he covers all the other wrestling that i don't watch you don't watch that most of you people don't watch and sometimes even if you do if you're a completist like him in 15 minutes or less he fills you in but he covers 205 live so we thought this guy knows more about it than we do so let's have him on our buddy our pal we're going to talk all about 205 live so um that'll what is that next week in a few weeks so no that that's in a few weeks yeah okay um, so that's later on in the month but, that, but that'll be for st- this we're, we're not going to attempt 205 in 205 seconds like we no. we attempted back in the early days right when it started yeah. Next, yeah right when it started but yeah we're we'll be joining with sino he's put together a list of uh 205 live matches for us to watch but also next week we're going to be celebrating a birthday it's going to be rick steiner's birthday so how do we celebrate birthdays where well, we do a best match ever? And we're going to be looking at the best matches of the Steiner brothers. Yeah, um, we do. Obviously, we cover uh, we cover NXT. And since the 2.0, Braun Breaker and the whole, you know, being a Steiner got us talking about some Steiner stuff and we haven't really covered it. So we thought, yo, let's do this. Steiner brothers, best match ever. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, we won't be doing a, a live watch along or post show for Revolution this weekend because both of us are going to be attending a watch along. You're, in fact, hosting a watch along in Toronto. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, to, to hear us talk all about some BDE elite uh, tomorrow night, we'll talk all about Dynamite on this feed as well. But uh, yeah, on revolution aw revolution sunday march 6th if you are in toronto the gta or anything like that come through to our watch along party at hard luck bar in toronto we have an event bright and everything it's like 10 bucks or so 11 bucks and it gets you in we're gonna have some prizes and some raffles uh you're gonna win some cool shit and you get to hang out with some wrestling fans for the first time in a long time probably because uh yeah 
So yeah, make some friends and come hang out. And um, I feel like I'm going to do the, I'm just going to like, this is going to be like real deep cut. If you're, if you're listening and you're coming, I feel like I want to do the Tony Khan. I just want to walk around, give people white claws. Oh, I thought you were going to say just make big announcements for big announcements. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's just, just go up to different tables and go, hey, guys, I've got an announcement, but it's it's not it's not decided yet. It's not it's not yeah. fully uh, NDAs, NDAs, but I, I have an <laughs> announcement and I'm going to announce that announcement tomorrow. Yeah, we we are uh, we want to do more like watch parties and we're thinking of whenever there's like a big dynamite potentially doing that um at, at the bar but we are we are thinking of doing something for wrestlemania as well so look for that if uh, maybe you can't make this but want to but yeah uh super excited so come hang out with me at the brady on twitter at up next podcast you already know but there is an event bright just look for the aw watch along and yeah i'm stoked um and then what you're gonna go to a bar and, and hang out with some people yeah. as well Similarly, if you're in the if you're in the London area, uh, hit me up at Davy Portman because uh, I'll be attending a, a watch long in in Old Street in London. So obviously a, a lot later. So you're probably going to have to book the next day off work or call in sick or something because it's going to be a late one. Uh, but yeah, let me know if you fancy joining me for that. Um, but the real event is in the six, of course. Um, but we'll be doing our post show. Uh, obviously, we do BD Elite every Wednesday on Twitch at 10.15. Uh, we're going to be doing our post show on the Monday. So keep an eye on the socials and and we'll probably, uh, now, what what did we say, 11, like 4, 4 p.m.? Sorry, 11 for you. Four for 11, you. Yeah, yeah. So so usually we go live right after, but we are going to be out and about and doing stuff. And uh, and I know John away do stuff on Mondays at like one. So I thought, why not we try to do something during the day on Monday? So anybody, uh, my time, Toronto time, for, uh, for 11 a.m. <laughs> and yours is for it. For, yeah. for, for what, a.m.? 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Okay, okay. That's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. No. All right. So yeah, we're confusing people with time zone. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, there, we have a lot going on. Guys. We got live events happening. So we're, no watch along for on Twitch, but watch along in person. And we maybe one day we'll try to combine the two. Who knows? But mm. uh, for now, uh, we, we, we will, we will do another watch along on Twitch down the line. Don't, don't get us twisted, but uh, it will happen. But yeah, so many shows, so many things happening. Go to patreon.com because uh, patreon.com slash up next because for only five bucks it supports us and it uh, gets you so many shows because not not only do you get all these new podcasts coming out all the best matches ever and all that stuff but it lets you access everything we've ever done in that catalog so not only all the best matches ever the retro nxt reviews the was next but uh, our movie reviews and the, all the up yours and just everything is back there and you can access all these uh and then finally i'll give one last plug i'm sorry but we just did record this earlier today we do these shows they will be on this free feed i don't know if you're excited about the batman but we have been doing batman reviews on this feed and today we recorded our latest one it will be out later this week justice league yeah but yeah but but do we put an asterisk with it our rule is theatrical releases so i apologize we're talking about the 2017 release of justice league maybe one day we'll get around to the snyder cut maybe maybe yeah yeah so yeah uh yeah we we recorded that earlier great great chat i really enjoyed that one um 
And yeah, that'll be coming out to kind of coincide with the release of the new film uh, at the end of the week uh, on, I believe, uh, Friday, Saturday, we'll be releasing that one. So uh, patrons, you'll be getting that uh, a little earlier. Uh, I think maybe tomorrow uh, you'll get that. So uh, yeah, lots and lots of shows as always, but go on and and give us a little little support on the Patreon. Um, or yeah. buy a shirt as well, prowrestlingtees.com. Wow. Welcome to our show, just full of us just plugging away at our Buy our shit, yeah. guys. Go it on. Is, it is March 1st. We do put a lot of work into it. And so many podcasts for you guys, the people. And uh, we thank you guys. We are proudly uh, just sponsored by our patrons mm. uh, and and who like our content and we appreciate you guys and the love is real so happy march for march 1st whatever that may mean to you and uh yeah i guess we can talk about some wrestling and talk about mm. some nxt but you mentioned is this is this real is is pat mcafee facing vince mcmahon at wrestlemania what's going on i mean that's what the reports are suggesting um a little a little strange i imagine if that is the case, I, I would imagine Austin Theory is going to have a lot to do with it. And I think it's, is it Thursday this interview is happening where Vince is going to be on Pat's show? So I, I imagine that will be something worth uh, watching because perhaps that's where they're starting this, having a bit of an angle on the show. We, they did that with Adam Cole, didn't they? They started the yeah. Adam Cole angle kind of on, on Pat's show. So very interesting. Vince is what, in his 70s now? Um, yeah, I would imagine it's Austin Theory and Vince is in his corner. Yeah, or it's or it's like a, a bait and switch or kind of two on one or something like that. No DQ and it's all Austin Theory working the match because it's been a long time. The I mean, the last kind of physical angle, I think, was Punk? the headbutt with Kevin Owens. Oh, right. And yeah, then, the headbutt, yeah. But the last match was, yeah, Punk. So you're talking, what, 20... 12 2013 2013 i think so almost yeah almost 10 years since his last match um but just bizarre and fuck it why not this wrestlemania just looks looks so strange this year Um, yeah but i'm kind of for it you've got revolution coming up which is the wrestling show the wrestling looks crazy why not if you're if if wwe is the sports entertainment brand and not the wrestling brand Fuck it. Give me, give me Vince. Give me Ronda. Give me Brock. Give me Austin. Give me Cody. Give me all of it. Wow. It sounds ridiculous. WrestleMania. Yeah, it it's, does. It's, it's a dream card that mm. could only be played in the new, what, 2K? Keep seeing the ads for that. Are you, are we getting 2K? Are we going to try it? Or do we wait a few weeks and let the internet tell us that it's glitchy and, and stuff? Or, or should I get it I so think- we can? I think regardless, we got to get this one. It's it's time for an upgrade. It's been too long. The last enough it has enough. been too long. Yeah, we can't play two. We can't just sit around playing two K nineteen for the rest of our lives, guys. We need to move it, on. We we mainly just need it for the new cause, don't we? Like the the create wrestlers we download. Yeah, I mean that, that's all we use you mean, it for. We, you mean download all the wrestlers that they had to delete recently from the game? Exactly. Yeah. Right, yeah. So they deleted. Although they all- kind of. Picked and ch- chose who they yeah. kept and who they got rid of, didn't they? Yeah, they were real. They were real cheeky. Anyone who ended up in AEW, they took out of the game, and they kept like Braun Strowman. They kept Johnny Gargano, but it's really weird. I think thirty people have been let go that are in the game. Mm. That's insane. That's crazy. Uh, I, I don't. I don't really have high hopes for the game. I think it's I think it's going to flop again. 
<laughs> but it doesn't from the game like stuff I've seen it doesn't look too different again like the graphics still don't look great yeah. in my opinion um but I don't we always have fun with them it's not like we we do in depth with the career mode or anything like that we normally just you know play each other and win all the tag titles and yeah download download all of the new japan and the AEW roster and bastion booger you know yeah rikishi big bird big bird lots yeah uh yeah was there i feel like there was some other big i feel like every week there's big news uh, Man, undertaker hall of fame being yeah elected. i mean in, in dallas that's pretty cool right mm. yeah right who yeah. inducts him i hope it's not uh mayor of knox county came yeah, I saw Hangman Page's tweet to him the other day. It was quite, yeah. quite nice. Yeah, Hangman Page, king shit. Um, um, I mean, I think this is the year you just induct one person, right? You, you've got this Hall of Fame piggybacking off of SmackDown. I think it would make sense to have, like, just Undertaker being inducted, and you sure. could have your Kane speak. You could have your Shawn Michaels speak. Like, all these, all these people from undertakers past like great sort of wrestlemania opponents and that kind of thing giving their speeches on him i think that would be i think that would make this year feel more special than just having people sit through a two-hour smackdown and then a a four-hour hall of fame in the same arena i think you you cut it down you make it a bit shorter and you have all these inductions and then the big speech from taker i think i think that'd be kind of cool actually yeah, that makes total sense. I would, I would actually have to check that out. I think he would cut a nice uh, promo. It's just he's protected his character for so long, and then now he's doing like those media shows and YouTube and this and that and hot ones and stuff like that. But it's like I feel like now would be a great time. And it's in Texas. Let him do his, let him do his thing because he's yeah. he's definitely not the Undertaker anymore. The Undertaker's retired. He's Mark McCool. No, he's Mark. Yeah, Mark he's McCool. McCool. He's Mark McCool to me. He now. needs his own YouTube show with Michelle to rival Corey and Carmella's. Wow. Wow, I would yeah. watch it. If it was anything like his appearance on Joe Rogan uh, that time, uh, I'm in. Let's hear what Undertaker has to say. <laughs> Let's go. Believe in all his stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. There was also some stuff about Samoa Joe. He did an interview, I think, uh, that was busted open. And he he talked about like how the, how it kind of it went down with him beating Karrion Cross for the title. And then literally and he what, he got injured. And then NXT 2.0 just changed. It, I mean, it took over. He he had COVID. Yeah. Um, he tested positive for COVID. And then they were talking about the chain, changes. And Vince kind of asked him to just, like, step aside, really. And he was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, all, huh. all very, I mean, it, it was kind of what we yeah. assumed anyway. But very weird why they actually put the title on him in the first place. And where they clearly didn't really have any concrete plans for carrying Cross anyway on the main roster. So I picture they were, yeah, I picture they were going to event because, because from listening to a bunch of other interviews, especially some people who have now jumped ship to AEW, they were all just told like, just like that, like, Hey, boom, this has happened. We're changing. Yeah. So I feel like Samoa Joe would have been in the role of Champa where he just Mm. was the one dropping the title, like pretty much right away to, uh, Braun breaker, I, Mm. I guess, but, but yeah, uh, just weird. I think it's kind of what we what we thought, but still, it came up and he kind of has said it, and it's like, oh, that's all right, cool. I guess shout out NXT. It's never gonna die. Should we talk about some NXT? I think so. Let's do it. NXT 
March 1st, 2022. And we open with the champion, Bron Breaker, with his little brother, Tommaso Steiner, coming out. (laughs) Dude, he was wearing, he's wearing like his singlet, but it's like Bron Breaker Halloween costume. Like, it's, it's like, what? It's weird because, like, Champa has been looking jacked, but he's for some crazy reason, jacked. In this singlet, he just looked, he looked tiny. He, he looked, looked like a yeah. school kid. Uh, yeah, I, I, I do appreciate it. I do like the matching gear thing, and it did make me, it did make me laugh. So, uh, I, I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool. It's not a look he should ever go back to, but I thought for this, this tag match, I thought it was kind of fun. It definitely popped. Like, I laughed. I was like, yeah. that's good. That's rich. But I was like, oh, you look a lot. You look really smaller than Braun in, in this mm. thing, obviously. But, yeah, uh, very funny. You know, what wasn't funny was how they changed his music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I've listened. It hasn't really stuck with me at all yet. Um, yeah. But he said he's happy with it. Like, he likes it. It's too bad. Uh, we loved we loved the lyrics. No one will survive. We love singing mm. that uh, to each other was, a lot. It was a good song. Yeah, he had no music for a bit, didn't he? He, just he had no music. Down. He used DIY. He had DIY. He had Psycho Killer. I think on the indies. Hmm. But yeah, rest rest in peace. Pour one out for no one Pour will one survive. No one will survive. No Even will the song. Survive. They're taking on the Dirty Dogs. Uh, Bobby Roode gets to have his kind of old NXT entrance briefly, which he hasn't used for quite a while. So that was kind of cool. Being Glorious. Back in, being back in NXT. Um, and Champa and Breaker attack Rude and Ziggler on the entranceway right away. Uh, Champa then launches over the top rope with a corkscrew plancher and both Bron and Champa sit on the apron and do the old pat on the back, clapping like Champa does and then does the ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, like Bron as well, which was kind of cool. Again, another good father-son moment. I just cannot tell who the father or the son is. <laughs> one guy recently dyed his beard, so I don't know. Yeah. There's then uh, a little like pop-up from Champa into this spine buster from Bron, which I looked pretty good, uh, which I thought looked pretty nice. And then a zigzag from Ziggler to Breaker for a two-count very early on. Uh, there are chance of go back to Raw to the dirty dogs and you don't go here. And then a lot of, we want champa chance as breakers being beaten down, uh, rude Irish whip Ziggler into Bron, but Bron moves out the way and clotheslines rude, allowing him to tag in champa and champa has his crazy fire up hot tag where he's just running around everywhere. Clotheslines to everyone. The straps goes down. He goes for the fairy tale ending, but gets backed into the corner by Rude and followed up with a big spine buster. Uh, after the break, Champa catapults Ziggler to the outside, goes to, for the tag, but Rude pulls Bron off the apron, allowing the Dirty Dogs to team up on Champa. Eventually, Champa gets the tag to Bron, who comes in with these awesome-looking over-the-head, belly-to-belly throws. Uh, Bron goes for the spear, but eats a big knee to the face from Ziggler. But Bron comes right back with a massive looking spear. I thought it looked great to Ziggler, folding him in half. Yeah. Then Champa, uh, sorry, Champa climbs to the top rope and Bron gets Ziggler on his shoulders. Oh, yeah. And they hit, what is this? The Steiner drop, the like avalanche bulldog. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, this movie looked great. I mean, we've watched I, – anytime I have seen uh, Steiner Brothers wrestle, which, again, we're doing best match ever Steiner Brothers this month, so getting ready for that for Rick Steiner's birthday. But it looked cool with him doing yeah. it with, with him now. Yeah, this this definitely got a reaction from me. I I was liking the action so far, but that definitely was like, oh, that's sweet. And then Rude breaks up the pin, but there's a fairy tale ending to Ziggler, and Champa pins Ziggler. So now he's mm. pinned the number one contender. Um, yeah, I, I thought this was a, a really fun opening here, especially the final stretch of the match. Uh, the Dirty Dogs, are at, they've been teaming for quite a while now, and they are quite a solid team. And I think Ziggler especially is great if, he ever, if you ever need someone to sell to like a monster like Bron, just the way he bumps around is awesome. And and I thought the stuff like the the Steiner callbacks and everything was pretty fun. So I, I thought this was a hot opener. Yeah, uh, I, I enjoyed a lot of the moves. You mentioned that like huge spine buster where he flipped over top and got caught in midair. I mean, Ziggler is like, I think of that Goldberg in Toronto thing where he just yeah. kept flopping around <laughs> and that's bronze, the guy to do it to him. So a lot of those spots look pretty cool. Uh, and I loved how Champa got the pin on Ziggler because I'm instantly like, uh, are they just going to do a triple threat? Cause that's kind of what we talked about last week. Like, Hey, wouldn't they just go in that direction? But now it looks like they've gone a different way into that. Uh, but yeah, it had some, it's, it had some good stuff. Those dogs, they're so dirty. They're so dirty. The dirtiest seeing, of dogs. Yeah. I like seeing Mr. Robert rude. It pays to be rude in, in NXT again, but glorious, glorious stuff. It, it's interesting to see what's going to, uh, come with Champa as well because he's been on Raw pretty regularly now and winning like picking up wins every week so uh it feels like he's probably going to be moving up after Stan and Deliver is my is my assumption um but I I have been liking the integration on the main roster with using NXT talent more I I don't know why it's taken so long for them to do this but clearly the vision's the same now with nxt through to main roster i mean yeah again we do a show called was next where we've been going back and watching how nxt was from the beginning and so far we're in 2013 and they do this they have these intertwining like every time we're watching and doing these shows all we watch are like how they enter they bring in the usos or they bring in someone here to like team or have a feud right now it's cesaro with Sami Zayn, the one we're watching back in 2013 but it's like this is how it was and it's like they didn't really do this the past little while. Like, remember, they had Mickey James and mm. Oscar and stuff, but it wasn't as common. But also, it, it's rare for them to acknowledge, e- even when in back in 2013 and people would come down, it wouldn't be like on that Raw, they'd go, oh, and the Usos fought the Ascension on, sure. on Wednesday. Um, it's, it's now you've got, like, highlights of NXT on Raw and that kind of thing. So it's... It's interesting to see, but it it's obviously more because it's they did see it as such a separate brand when it was Triple H's baby, and now it's maybe more of a through line, and we're not going to see as many drastic changes in character, perhaps, when a character does get called up, because it's already how they want them to be on the main roster, maybe. Um, yeah. But yeah, fun opener. LA Knight's backstage, and he says, I know you're sitting there going, yeah. And you can call, text, and let everyone you know, your mum, your dad, your grandma, your side piece, etc. Because at the moment, I'm going to call out that jack-off as it's time to pay the piper toot toot. Yeah, as he's just walking to the ring. He says yeah a lot. 
Yeah. 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 Dummy. Yeah. He was like, that yes chant got over. How can I tweak that? Yeah. We see Gunther, who's got a little video package here. He says, Solo Sokoa, tonight you get exactly what you wanted. You and me, one on one. They call you the street fighter of the island. Tonight, I will make you bring shame upon the island. I will chop all those tribal tattoos off your body and they will be replaced by some much needed respect at the hands of the ring general, Gunther. Gunther versus Solo Sokoa later tonight. And we go to LA Knight in the ring who says, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. Yeah, Uh, he says, (laughs) uh, He's bringing up this like epic feud between him and Grayson Waller. He brings up the first time they fought at, what was it, Halloween Havoc, the, the hell they went throughout war games. And then someone starts, some people start cheering for Grayson Waller and he's like, oh, well done. You've even got some three friends here. Wow, look at that. And you stole my car and beat me up and you thought that would be enough to get rid of me. Wrong. I return and beat the hell out of you. You get a bodyguard. You get a restraining order. And last week you got a handful of trunks and the one, two, three. And that's when Grayson Waller interrupts and says, yeah, he's, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He says, no. (laughs) He's like, ah. He's on the perch and says, last week, yes, one, two, three, your winner, Grayson Waller. And you are the roadblock on my path to greatness. Uh, roadblock quote number one. Um, mm. it, by the time they announced the show, I was like, huh, yeah, you've, you've been dropping this word a lot tonight. Uh, but LA Knight says, look, I can't hear a word you're saying because everyone in Orlando is calling you an asshole, which might have been true because the crowd were pretty pretty heated here shouting over yeah. Grayson. And Waller just says, well, you all suck. Goodbye. And LA Knight shows the footage of last week and says, you're all about your likes and swipes and, and tweets and blocks while everyone on Twitter is calling you out for being the punk you are. And you may get a victory, but every single time I'm the last man standing. So prove to me that you can leave the last man standing. And Grayson Waller agrees. Next week, I'm getting all the likes and swipes and Grayson Waller will be last man standing. So we we kind of figured this was this was where it was going last week, but now it's confirmed for next week's show. LA Knight, Grayson Waller, Last Man Standing, and please just put an end to this feud because it's been going on forever. Yeah, we should. They should end this feud. Uh, I feel like I feel like either they're really piping audio into every single thing, but I feel like he he always is over. LA Knight is just always over in this mm. uh, this crowd here. But I feel like. He's someone that anytime I've ever watched him in other places, he was always really good at talking, Eli Drake. So I'm like, yo, maybe it's time that he actually loses to Grayson Waller and just goes to like a Raw or SmackDown because I feel like he he he's getting reactions. He's doing these cutting the promos. He's talking the talk, but um, I I didn't necessarily get too excited because I am super over this mm. already. But hey, Last Man Standing means. Let's let's put a fork in it. So I do see Waller going over, though. I think it kind of adds to his his character, his heel character of like killing off the old NXT kind of thing. I think right? he should. And yeah. and in a last man standing match, you can always do it in quite a like a 
That's shooting Gigi way, way yeah, as for well. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I think LA Knight gets big reactions here, but we've seen like going back in time with NXT, how some people are really over in, in full sale, like back in those days, but doesn't necessarily translate. I I'd like to see LA Knight have a go on the main roster. Cause he could like, if he gets these reactions in a bigger re- arena, he could be like quite a character on there. And I, I don't see apart from play, being like a utility player, like helping these, these younger kids, I don't see what else is left for him really in NXT. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we go to our first dusty classic uh, women's tag match of the night. It's Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai taking on the team of Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada. Um, Persia grabs the hair of Chu, like her, her pigtails, and she just spins around and around. Uh, it was very silly. Um, I like uh, Indian Persia wear matching gear. They were in like their silver. Looks quite good. Yeah, and, uh, I like. They always they always recently have a nice gear, but yeah. yeah, they did look nice. Yeah. And Dakota's stood on the apron talking to I don't know little Jimmy, talking to her ad- imaginary <laughs> friend. Um, Dakota's talking to little Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. This this is ridiculous. So one of them's like sleepy and tired. And one of them talks to like their imaginary friend. Like imagine someone's like, yo, you don't watch wrestling? Like, yo, wrestling's sick. And you're like, oh, wrestling's on TV. Like, let's see what this is about. And you just see this. You'd be like, what the fuck? The sleepy lady is, uh, man, like, like, again, I'm trying to, I love Dakota Kai. And you know what? I think I like Wendy Chu as well. But it's like, it is, it's, it's, it's a little odd. <laughs> This one, this this segment stuck out to me as a little odd. And then you have commentary the whole time talking about like re- the relationship status of what Dexter. They're doing like the classic, like going back to just the the horniness that is NXT. Horny. Like talking about like oh well, Dexter is upset about the oh man, so much of it. Yeah, there was some quite uh, nice like double teaming from Wendy and Dakota. They were doing like consecutive face washes in the corner. And uh, so I kind of liked that they obviously kind of worked on some chemistry, just that the characters are so fucking ridiculous. You don't know how to take it. Yeah. Um, there's an inside cradle from Chu for a two count. Uh, Dakota gets tagged in and does her running face wash and pump kick in the corner. And then Persia hits this like Samoan drop into a, like an X factor, like a, a face buster to Dakota. Uh, which looked quite nice, but Chu breaks up the pin. Yeah, that's been her s- finisher. That's been yeah. like her, this fireman carry into the face buster thing is super cool, yeah. Uh, Chu breaks it up with a sleepy elbow, and then Dakota hits the pump kick to Parada, and then they both do the tag to allow them to both be in the ring, and there's a splash, almost like a kind of, like a Vader bomb splash almost, from Chu, followed by the double stomp from Kai to Parada, for the win, and in what I think was maybe a bit of a upset here, uh, Dakota Kai and Wendy Chu advance in the women's Dusty Classic. Yeah, we definitely didn't see this coming. I know it's been weird that these two were paired up, but considering Indy and Persia are the actual like team that's been here for quite a little mm. while now, but but yeah, uh, I guess because they're going forward with the story of something happening with them, and they're off, they are off their game, um, but. Yeah, Dakota and Sleepy Wendy Chu. Yeah, I actually think this this result maybe makes more sense because you've already got a story you're telling with Indy and Persia. 
and it it just means you can do more things with more people you know rather than just put an end to this Wendy and Dakota thing already I can't say it's really my thing but I I do like them as wrestlers and I I guess you're gonna have the story's gonna be Wendy trying to prove to Dakota that like she can have a friend and not everyone is always out to get her or whatever maybe but I think they're like when it comes to the the later rounds um they are good wrestlers so should be having some good matches and well we'll get to Indy and Persia a little later yeah like Dakota again I'm a big fan of Dakota and her wrestling and not so much this character and I think the same for like Wendy Chu yeah the, the character is pretty funny I, I could see it wearing thin if not for already some but the wrestling is there. Like she's, she's actually pretty mm. good. Uh, and then she should stop doing the sleeping chop thing. I still don't yeah. know what the, but like, she's good. She's doing some cool moves. So, yeah. We have a video package to hype up Imperium versus the Creed brothers. Um, and uh, there's a line from Julius here who says, we're world-class athletes. Well, you're world-class assholes. assholes. And the whole thing is perception versus reality. And, uh, you're the last roadblock we have to go through. Uh, so this match is happening next week, uh, Imperium versus Creed Brothers. But nice little video package here. It, I thought it was almost going to be a bit of a prime target the way it started, but it was just like a little mini hype video. Um, but I'm very much looking forward to this match next week. Yeah, I thought for a second we were going into like a little prime target, but it was just some interviews and some cool shots. But uh, this is the match I'm super excited to see ever since we saw that one, but it just, it was really quick. It didn't really, didn't pop off. And I feel like now when they run it back here next week, this, this, this is my main event. This is the match I'm interested in because the Creed brothers are definitely so new to this, but definitely improving every time. And just the, like the, the natural wrestling element is there and Imperium just again look not like not real people they look like they've right. been 3D printed or something like these guys are incredible shapes so uh, the wrestling is also there so this is this is a match like I would I, I'm excited for this match I, I can't wait to see and I, I could I could see a potential title change as well uh, yeah I think so too I think Creeds could win this I, I would have liked to have seen a bit more from this video package they've mentioned all about the Creed's background. And like, that's the whole thing with this video. It's like that perception versus reality. It's like your Imperium talk a big game, but we actually, you know, Olympic tryouts, NCAA, all of that. I'd like to see footage from those days because it must be out there of like their amateur wrestling and stuff. I think it'd be pretty cool, or at least maybe for their takeover match or whatever. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. There probably has other footage, but yeah, I'm, I'm stoked for this match. We go to our next match, Amari Miller versus Lash Legend. Um, This was set up earlier backstage as Amari Miller and Lash Legend were arguing over their loss. Amari saying she didn't know the blind tag had happened uh, last week. And Lash Legend says, well, you know, you're not on my level. Get out of my face. So uh, they hate each other now. Uh, it starts off with just some slaps back and forth. We get a big pump kick from Legend. She then kind of uh, gets, uh, picks up Amari and just keep, keeps banging her head against the middle and top rope, uh, which I haven't really seen before. Legend then misses an elbow. Uh, Miller comes back with a kick to the midsection, followed by a drop kick, and then does this uh, kind of like the Pete Dunn, Daniel Bryan 
step up moonsault like off the turnbuckle, but actually using it to hit a moonsault, which I look quite nice from Miller. Uh, but then Legend throws Miller face first into the turnbuckle and hits this very ugly looking like fireman's carry into a, a face slam. And uh, well, new, news has come out since the match that um, that Amari Miller was actually stretched out. So uh, really hoping uh, the best for Amari. But this was a pretty ugly match, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I had to look this up afterwards. I saw that people were reporting this from being there. And um, yeah, so after the match, she she kind of didn't move for a little bit. So they did have to eventually, uh, they got her ringside. And then uh, I, I'm not sure quite what it was, but some, some people on Twitter are saying it was something to do with uh, one of the ways she landed on one of the moves. So I'm not sure if it was that, that finish, but uh, this this definitely was a real clunky, clunky match uh, from Lash. We haven't seen Lash Legend in quite a while, at least on NXT, mm-hmm. outside from that match last week. So that w- this was like her first one on one back, and yeah, uh, watching it, I was like, I didn't, I didn't even know of the injury while watching it, but uh, while watching it, I was like, ooh, this is a, this is a little, this is a little clunky, a little messy. Um, I thought Lash Legend's gear was on point. I thought she looked like a superstar, but then when she wrestled, I was like, ooh, uh, uh, I don't know. She's like, she's got, a, she's got a different like look, especially with that. I, I definitely, I was like, whoa, you look like you've stepped up. You're gonna take this heel role or something. But then the match happened, and I was just like, ooh, okay. And then now you're saying someone's injured from this match. It makes it even like more uh, unfortunate. But yeah, yeah. I actually, I quite like Amari Miller from what I've seen. She's she's normally on the losing side, but I think she does, I think she sells quite well. And I think she has quite a nice, like just natural baby face flair to her and and looks like she can can wrestle as well. But Lash Legend from what we've seen so far is very, very green. And I think that's, that's the problem when you're, you've got people out so, so early in their career. Like you're, you're live on TV, that energy level is going to be be up more than usual. And you're going to like, do, do you know what I mean? It, it's more prone for mistakes to happen. And uh, I don't think it's necessarily fair putting these people out. So after barely having any matches, you know, she she hasn't looked good in, in what we've seen from the tag and stuff on uh, the old 205 Live. Um, yeah, Lash Legend. But is I'm the not form- blaming her. Like you know, she's been doing this what six months. Like fuck. But like, why? Why are we seeing that on TV? Because I'm surprised we haven't seen something like this happen already. Because we're getting a lot of like people wrestling very early in their career right on live TV at the moment. That is true. A lot of people like their their first few matches are just happening like live. Like yeah. Uh- it, it does. It does seem that way. Unfortunately, I want everyone to to go be successful watching this as a, not only just a fan, but just supporting everybody. But yeah, you wonder if like, hey, maybe you know, maybe we should step back on that because a few there was there, it's happened before. Was it was it with Lash Legend? I can't remember now. But they do seem to put people out there pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, I, I hope I like this. This is just from these are just people on Twitter and some people posting like, hey, she mm-hmm. she did get stretched out. So uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's not like a work or anything, but uh, it did it did look like a, a little nasty, especially on that finish there. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, all the best. Yeah, honestly, hope she's okay. Legit. Shout out to Mari Miller. 
We go backstage to Solo Sokoa, who says, I heard what Gunther said, and he can keep chopping me down, but I'll keep coming forward. Respect is a two-way street. Gunther, you're in for a fight. Let's go. And then (laughs) it's the main event of the evening. Briggs and Jensen, they're looking at their phone as Electra Lopez walks in. They're unaware she's there. And and Jensen goes, wow, look at the hide on that thing. I would ride that all night long. And Electra goes, excuse me? And Briggs is like, no, whoa, he's just looking at buying a new truck. And Briggs starts selling it. Like how good this truck is. It's got F one fifty V eight turbo, it's got diesel, it's got everything. Hydraulics, all that shit. And Electra just says, Have you seen my car? I don't drive a car like that. And Jensen just says, Look, I've given up on dating apps, so I'm looking for a car now. No, no, no. And a truck. A truck, right. And Electra says, Well, you won't get a real woman with a car like that, a truck like that. And Electra goes, oh, sorry, Jensen then goes, well, joke's on you because I've never been with a real woman. Boom. And Electra kind of shakes her head and walks off as Briggs is going, do you not hear the words that come out your mouth? Come on, man. He's like, yeah, and I like him. Yeah. He's he's happy being a virgin. He just wants a truck. And hey, and for some people, that's, that's okay. The best way. Yeah, that's absolutely. Fine. If that's okay for him, he seems happy enough. He, he realized the the search for for a woman wasn't working for him, so why not buy a truck instead? He's just gonna get a truck. I mean, maybe if you get a truck, you know, maybe you know, girls like chicks chicks dig cars and trucks and stuff, right? Especially down in Florida, go to truck rallies. Not Electra, though. Electra wasn't interested in no. that truck. But she says she's a real woman. You wouldn't even know what to do with a real woman. Mm. Yeah. So very, very odd. I did see these videos uh, like on, was it Instagram or TikTok or something where it's like a prank where these guys go into like a Walmart or Target. And while like a girl is in the aisle, they walk by while on the phone. But when she doesn't see this person, they say something like, like, oh, I would love that thing. And then she thinks they're talking about her, but then he like grabs like an item and he's on the phone. Right. And looks yeah. Like... So this felt like they watched those videos and like came up yeah. with this idea for this promo. But yeah, like the hate love for Briggs and Jensen is just on. Like now they've, I don't even want to say they jumped the shark because they literally went to the virgin jokes, but like they, they're every week they top themselves, these guys. They're, they, they like, they like can't they can't stop whoever's in charge of making these with these guys or writing them or whatever like they just they're just on a roll of just I will whatever. say to them though I feel like they've relaxed into this role it's oh, still no. it's still stupid and ridiculous but I think they're a lot less awkward than they were when this all started like I don't feel they're like posing as much as we're trying to be the manly men here right. and I did notice uh, Jensen was wearing a nice shirt here. So maybe in his search for a truck, he's actually, without even realizing, just starting to become more of a man and dress nicer and stuff. He wasn't, he wasn't in his like Von Erich's tee and America hat or anything today. Like, 
like I, 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 these guys always make me laugh, but I don't know if it's for the right reason. And like, I, I think that the, the way that they've just been going after the, the, the dating stuff. And then now they're bringing Electra here. Like is the new end game he's going to get with Electra? Is that like going to, going to somehow go into that route as well? Like, I don't know. Cause he, you it'll know, he, end up being both Electra and Caden are kind of interested in him. Like it, it switches. It goes from no one being interested to, to like all these women being interested. Cause maybe he's learning like the right way. Like, yo, you don't need to change yourself. You don't need to like, see, you just need to like be yourself. If you like trucks, then Hey, get a truck. Maybe you'll like someone that has trucks. Like, you know what I mean? Like you can, you can catch flies with honey, but you can catch more honeys being flies. So like be yourself. And like, maybe that's going to work for, for, uh, for Jensen there. But I'm, I'm in now I'm in like, they got me hooked, I guess. Fuck. This is what I'm saying. I hate it, but I love it. Like every time their, there's their video or promo hits, like everything else in my, my phone is down. I'm looking directly at the screen. I need to know the, in the saga of Briggs and Jensen. So they get, I, they definitely got me there. I will say, I know we've been, uh, like, We've got a few issues at the apartment right now. I'm not there. I know you're you're stressing, and we've been talking about that off air earlier today. But as soon as these two came on screen today, I was like, "It's okay. Braden's going to be okay for at least just the next just ninety the seconds for this. Everything will go out, and things will be good." I hope so. both these guys own trucks, and like yeah. they they seem to know a lot about it. They're they're, they're definitely like going for the Joe Dirt thing. Cause that's what Joe Dirt does in the movie too. He's naming off all the things about his car, the hammy and the, da, da, da. yeah, mm. they're totally every week. They take Joe Dirt and put it into their, their, their inspiration is Joe Dirt, which, you know, is a hell of a movie. I, I'm just waiting for that Bull Buchanan cameo. It, it'll dad, come. It'll come. It's got it's, to like, if Trent can show up with his mom in a van, Bull Buchanan, Jensen's dad, B squared got He's got to show up in the in the Ford F one fifty. Stand and deliver. Stand and deliver. Bill Buchanan <laughs> with the the Zubas pants on or whatever he used to wear with John Cena. Yeah, showing up in the truck with Caden. Car- Wait, are we putting Biggs, Dr- Biggs, Jensen and Briggs on the Stand and Deliver show? Are they in the tag team title? Uh, uh they, they can have a segment, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, we've talked yeah. a lot about Briggs and Jensen, but uh, we have. Yeah. I am interested well, in seeing where they go. I think he's going to end up with Fallon, the bartender, who was not there today. She wasn't, no. Well, let's get to our next match. Gunther versus Solo Sokoa. Um, there are a lot of Uso chants and We The One poses in support of Solo Sokoa. Uh, Gunther gets Sokoa into the corner and just starts clubbing his chest. Uh, Sokoa goes for some chops of his own, but Gunther hits him with a big chop across the chest. And then his, his like Zack Sabre Jr. neck twist with the legs. Um, Sokoa goes for a Simone drop, but Gunther slips out and hits a big short arm clothesline, followed by the Boston Crab, and now just starts elbowing and booting Sokoa in the face. But Sokoa starts absorbing them all and starts firing up, starts fighting back. He knocks down Gunther with a big spinning heel kick and then delivers on the Samoan drop, throws Gunther to the outside, climbs the top, and hits a big Uso splash to the floor. Uh, This is where the podcast 
edit flipped out. But uh, sorry, our our feed dropped here. But yeah, uh, Walter then hits Solo what with two power bombs and puts him to bed here pretty quickly. I I thought I don't know if that I don't know if that last thing saved it. So we'll see. <laughs> Uh, we're live pal we're live yeah uh, one sec one sec sorry i don't know what it was my I, I was still listening to you but then i just couldn't hear you anymore um sorry i was listening to the sweet tones of your voice though yeah, it was killing. quite the recap i gave i thought yeah oh i what can't open i can't open anything that was recording great well i'll message dicky while we continue the show <laughs> yeah you're still recording your end yeah uh, it didn't save anything. Not on, not on logic. Nope. Everything crashed. Ah, oh. <laughs> okay. Um, are we good to continue? Yeah, we're good. What a, what a day. What a day. Great stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I thought this was all right. I didn't think this was anything special really. Um, especially when I think there's a certain expectation with Gunther matches, but I, I do like solo Sokoa and they, I thought they gave him enough in this match and sort of made him try to make him look like a, a bit of a badass standing up. Uh, but if I I'm happy Gunther got the win here, cause it, it seems like he's going to be pushed big. Um, I got to say though, I, I don't know if I like lean Walter, Lean he looks different, right? He looks a little he, like he looks smaller. He doesn't, he doesn't look as intimidating. And especially against when he's against someone like a, a Dragunov or, or someone who's a little smaller, it's all right. But Sokoa's got a bit of size on him as well. Um, but yeah, I, I just thought this was okay. Yeah, I actually was expecting a bit more, but not that it, was, it wasn't bad or anything. But I, I've been a fan of Solo Sokoa since he's been here. It's like prep him up to be this other... Uh, this other force in the bloodline, but Walter and Imperium, I, I thought I, w- I was going to get a bit more, but from what I saw was pretty cool chops boot to the face, but I thought solo kind of jobbed out a little bit. Like, of course it took the sleeper and two power bombs, but uh, yeah, I'm on your I, side. I don't know if he jobs, like someone's got to lose and this, he is a rookie, you know, like yeah. um, they did. He did take a lot of damage before he was beaten, but, yeah, I, it wasn't the most exciting uh, Walter match in the world. Or Gunther match. Gunther. Gunna. Gunther. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you... A little help never hurt, especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 
21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Gonna. Um, we go backstage and Dolph Ziggler is saying he wants and deserves a title shot next week. Champa said, well, you lost that chance when I pinned you tonight. And Dolph says, look, I am the roadblock. And I can see in your eyes that you can beat him. And I know I can beat you. And Champa says, well, I have beaten you. And Bron Breaker's there like, well, screw you guys. I'll beat both your asses. So there we have it. The match has been changed. It's now Dolph Ziggler versus Tommaso Ciampa versus Bron Breaker for the NXT Championship next week at NXT Roadblock. Roadblock. Yeah, this is like the one in Toronto, right? Dean and, sorry, Mox and Triple H. Yeah. Roadblock. Yeah. So they said it a few times and literally you were messaging me because uh, we're not, we're not, we're roommates, but we're not rooming right now because you're in the UK. So we've been messaging each other and you were like, oh, they've said the word road, two words roadblock. A few times already, and then literally they announced, hey, Roadblock. So, cool. Next week, triple threat, mm. Ziggler, Champa, and Breaker for the NXT title. And then the tag match as well, Creed and stuff. So, it's looking like a whole show. The last man standing match. Last man standing match. And maybe go. maybe some of the uh, women's Dusty Classic. There you go. So, like, right away, we just had uh, a TV special with Vengeance Day, but they're right away kind of jumping to to the next one. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I like it. It's It makes me wonder, do you think we're still going Ziggler, Braun at the at Stand and Deliver, or are we going Champa, Braun at Stand and Deliver? Or perhaps is that the end of this feud and maybe we put yeah. Champa back, like move him up to Raw, and do we do Gunther, Braun? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would do something different. So I wouldn't have Champa or Ziggler in that spot uh, if that's the case. I would put. Yeah, you could put Gunna in there. Gunna versus Breaker. You know they'd probably make Walter lose to him though. But uh, sorry, mm. Gunther. Fuck. Yeah, uh, that that would be cool. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, that match. Or maybe you could have Mello versus. Uh, oh, wait, Mello goes on to say some other stuff later. So yeah, never mind. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'm I'm excited for the triple threat. I think that should be pretty cool. Breaker, Ziggler, and uh Champa next week. So looking for again, Ziggler's gonna bump around like a madman yeah. for sure. No, it should be a fun match. We see Harland and Gacy in the woods, and uh <laughs> Joe Gacy says, Harland, in a few moments, I'm going to allow you to take your feelings out on Draco Anthony. Remember, Draco isn't the source of your feelings. Everyone is facing their own battle. Yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. And any thoughts on this? (laughs) I like how they're like, Hey, your gimmick is spooky, but they're like, yeah, yeah, but we're like the woke guys. So we do things differently, but you're, but you're scary, right? You're spooky. Well, well, kind of. Okay. So we're going to put your, your vignette in the woods and light up the scary purple lights with the, the trees and stuff. It's like, okay. All right. Yeah. How long before they're not woke at all and they're just teleporting around and being, Spooky, spooky. Oh, I hope not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, being too woke can be pretty spooky. No. Uh, um, I, I don't know. It's, it was just like a still 
but I'm already over the, all he does is do the spooky thing with his hands yeah. and his face. But now he's literally, they're literally in the scary woods. It's like, okay, we have the guy wearing the Michael Myers jumper in the woods, like Jason Voorhees. And then there's the guy with his hands, like Mr. Burns. Like it, yes. Excellent. It made sense why Bray was in the woods. It made sense why Undertaker would be like in a cemetery but why are they in the woods? Yeah, they haven't found their thing yet. If your gimmick is your is your like a, a woke cult kind of thing, where would you hang out? They should be at like protests and things. You know? Oh my god! Stop! That's ter- that would be like CJ Parker in NXT. Juice Robinson, remember he had the signs. Yeah, he would be, absolutely. His own one man protest. It's like Jericho or whatever. But wow! Imagine. No, that would be that would be too next level. To be honest, I don't think we're ready for that. <laughs> I, I think I am ready for that. That would be great, but I don't know if the world's your kids are going to love it, but no, definitely. Whoa. That's the next level. Uh, someone pitched that right away. These guys, are, you, these guys I, are don't, I don't know why spooky purple lit woods are, yeah. are for their woke gimmick. Um, we go to Indy and Persia and they're saying, ah, another opportunity down the drain. It just slipped through our fingers. And how come they won? They don't even have matching gear. And Persia says, I'm sorry, I let us down this week. And Indy goes, no, we win as a team, we lose as a team. And then Duke Hudson walks in and gives Persia a hug as he's staring at Indy. And they walk off and Indy's all, all distressed. She, she checks her phone and she's like, oh, come on, Dexter, text me back. I miss you. Wow. But yeah, the, the plot thickens there. So this whole week, her own husband hasn't even seen her, responded to her, texted her, nothing. Their husband, that's so. official. The ring is on the finger. And this guy's yeah. like so hurt that he's not even responding. Like, should she not file a missing persons report? <laughs> like, that's been a week. And the guy's like, yo, that's, that's next level. Uh, poor, poor Dexter, poor Indy. Duke Hudson just being swirmy. NXT is horny. It's Degrassi High or something. I don't know what's going on here, but yeah, the the plot thickens indeed. Uh, I love someone in our Twitch chat said that obviously Joe Gacy and Harlan need to hang out in the Hardy family stairwell. Uh, (laughs) Because that is scary. That is pretty spooky. I don't know why they cut all their promos there. We've gone off on that. But then someone else uh, also said, shout out Virgin Truckers. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You could also just permanently have them outside the HR office. Virgin truckers? Like, with them them as well. I, I meant more. No, more they were doing that in Gacy. Ottawa, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So wait, Gacy and Harlan are gonna be just complaining to HR all the time. You know, just being outside waiting. <laughs> On other people's behalf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we go to Haaland taking on Draco Anthony. We get a big splash from Haaland in the corner. Big right and left hands. Uh, Draco tries to fight back. There's a like a Cena-esque shoulder tackle from Anthony. And then Haaland grabs him by the head, starts slamming his face in the mat, and then does the the like the backdrop suplex into the Urinagi. It's like uh like Roman's old finish in, in NXT. Yeah, Roman Reigns in NXT used this back suplex rock bottom thing. And Harland, obviously, he's even bigger, I think. Like, he's huge. So, looks mm. cool. Yeah, squashes him. And after the match, he picks up Draco. And you think he's going to beat him up even more. But he just embraces him, gives him a big hug. And Draco Anthony looks very confused. 
So I think you're right. I think they're <laughs> going to recruit this guy. Uh, it's I say things sometimes, and I swear I just I'm talking out my ass, but I swear I watch too much wrestling. Davey, last week I said these guys should be a team, and like the, he, after the match, he should he, they should embrace him. And look, they're doing that right now. The next segment later on, or no, sorry, Carmella Hayes saying something I kind of said last week as well. But more importantly, Davey, Freddie Prince Jr. is looking to start his own wrestling company. In fact, he's been turned down a few times, but the pursuit is not over. His quotes, I am the Nostradamus of weird wrestling things that don't matter at all. See, I would be useless in a war. What would I do? Predict Sting's going to show up? No, I'm, I'm <laughs> fucked, dude. I have one talent. It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I like how, uh, A, I like how Freddie Prince Jr. is creating his own Fed. I hope it's with Macaulay Culkin. But B, um, yeah, I think Draco should join these guys. Make this a whole crew. If G- Gacy's a wrestler too, though, so I don't want him to just take the backseat and not wrestle because I actually mm. am, am a bit intrigued in seeing him wrestle. Obviously, Harland is the new fancy toy because just look at him. He's a monster. But the three of them as a team could be pretty cool, and you could we could see some cool stuff. You think they're going to be a team as well? Uh, I think so. I think there might be a little bit of back and forth. Is he going to join them or not? But I also just quite like the – just because it's a bit different, having this monster have quite a brutal, like, offense in the ring and then afterwards just gives them a hug. <laughs> like, you're so used to seeing the monster afterwards just continuing to beat down. I quite like the – the like, I don't know, oxymoron. No, no, just, it's funny. Just giving huge. him a hug after it's like, what yeah. the fuck? Because they did do that a bit with Gacy after his matches where he'd shake their hand. They'd be like, uh, what? So I, I kind of enjoy it. We see the North American champion, the A champion, Carmelo Hayes, with Trick Williams being interviewed. Trick says, every time this man steps in the ring, he is the main event. He starts the show, closes the show, tap dances in the halftime. And Mello says that Pete Dunne has been one of the top stars here, but he hasn't been the North American champion. He's not the A champion. And after I finish with Dunne, the question isn't going to be who's next for Mello, but who's left for Mello. Um, and he's wearing a, he started wearing these shirts with the, his opponent like X out. Man, I mean, the one he wore, yeah, the one he wore with Roddy was so funny. It was like one of those like RIP shirts that people get. So it was like Roddy's face and then his birthday to like 2021 or whatever. But like now he's got Pete Dunn's face and it's like X'd out over it. Like he's just going the extra mile with the little tiny, yeah. tiny things. But yeah, this guy, this, this guy has just grown on me completely. My probably my favorite thing since 2.0 and all this, like, the new brand and batch of guys. I know, you know, Braun Breaker is pretty impressive, but Carmelo Hayes, like every time you see him, he's gotten even better and it continues he's the that new, way. He's the new Roddy for me. Like he's Mr. Yeah. TV. You know, you, you put him in a TV match and he has a, like a great match every time. Um, Mello yeah. don't miss. Mello don't miss. I'm a big fan of this guy. Uh, we see Ivy Nile uh, training backstage. Congratulate. She just got married i think we're engaged 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 congratulations yeah. so she's training backstage you think it was a diamond big diamond on her diamond mine it better be i think like she's in the diamond mine it's got to yeah, be lots of diamonds be. yeah and okay brain i didn't check who this was and i wrote down a name 
And I'm not sure if I even made up this name, but it sounds like an NXT 2.0 name. Tatum Paxley is there. Yeah, we is that is that her? That was her. That was her partner right. last week. Okay, no, I know. I just you Tatum. know some of these names. They all sound Farron Henley, Date Tatum. But they're all just ridiculous names. Tatum. So Tatum Paxley apologizes for letting Ivy down last week and losing. And Niall says, "Well, failure isn't an option." And last week you got a taste, and you want to be a part of Diamond Mine. You learn the hard way. So, uh, yeah, I, I guess this is Tatum Paxley is going to want to actually join. We thought she was just like tagging for the tournament, but maybe well, they beat her up though. They beat her up, but she it's it's tough love. You learn the hard mm. way. So I guess she could be joining Diamond Mine down the line. Okay, because it seemed oh, like right. Yeah, I, <laughs> Ivy was like, "Nah, you suck." So I'm dropping, cutting the fat here. So maybe she's like, "But wait, actually, I do want a shot with you guys." So. Maybe it's a, even if it's not her joining, it's a nice little feud as well mm. to go to. And we go to our next women's Dusty Classic first round match. It's Raquel Gonzalez and Cora Jade taking on the team of Ulyssa Leon and Valentina Ferros. And I love their entrance. <laughs> yeah, their entrance is what? Like the they're coming in shaking. They got the like, what? The, the feathers. <laughs> Just uh, like carnival kind of stuff. It's uh, I I laugh. It's, it's vibrant, so, so funny with their little 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 dance and they're yeah, they're doing the way. dancing and stuff. They're super pumped to be here. Yeah, it definitely catches your attention though. Yeah, it's like oh, what's this? Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, I like how Raquel her entrance is just standing there, like, hey, look at my back, look at my back, and then and then, and then Jade comes out and is like punk rock. Ah! <laughs> skater boy and then Av- uh, avril wow jade Corey jade fuck and raquel's just like yeah but look at my back it's like look a weird it's, yeah it's a weird like okay wait what's this girl's gimmick okay she's punk rock skater girl and then you get this girl who's just like yo look at my back it's like all right weird 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 it's, it's... and then these girls like hey it's like whoa okay all right love it um yeah, so Ulyssa slams down Cora and starts to dance a little bit more. <laughs> uh, Cora makes the tag to Raquel. Uh, oh, this match was... We, we haven't heard this for a while, but the screaming woman. There's some woman who just screams during this whole match, and it was very annoying. So, yeah, CWC, I, chuck this woman out. Yeah, we've heard her a few times. Back in Full Sail days, there would be people that would do this kind of stuff as well. But I, I did notice it as well. Uh, it wasn't just one match. It was like few, through oh. a few different segments. Yeah. It was this one. I noticed it a lot. It was so annoying. Um, Feroz hits this uh, like Rana on Raquel, but Raquel catches her. So Feroz then goes for a sunset flip, but is caught as well. And then Cora comes in with a Rana of her own, followed by... More like a running shin in the corner from Cora Jade. I thought it looked kind of cool. Uh, followed by a running knee into the ropes. And then Ulyssa Leon just launches Valentina over the top rope to take out Cora and Raquel. And then Ulyssa Valent- uh, follows up with like a like tope con hilo through the ropes, uh, which yeah. looked nice. Um, this yeah, spot the- was crazy. The, the dive, yeah. the first initial dive here. Uh, sorry, who was the one that, that did the dive? It was, 
the the one over the ropes was Valentina, um, who's kind of, she's kind of tiny. So her coming down from this height, I think Ulyssa just launched her over. Looked, looked great. Uh, It almost looked like, it reminded me of uh, uh, NXT legends, Enzo and Cass. Because they would do that, where Enzo would run and then That's Cass right. would push him, push him and throw him. But but here she did like a dive, like this was like Undertaker or Roman Reigns over the top, like landing on the person. Yeah. But like she went flying. That was cool. And then the tope from the other one right away, it was it got, it got, again got my attention. Very flashy, but very cool. Uh, but then they looked like they tried to do something else that was extreme, but maybe it didn't pay off. Uh, there was yeah, there was a missile drop kick from uh, Leon, and then Ra- Valentina goes for a high cross, but gets caught with the fall away slam. And well, Raquel puts them away by hitting the Chingona bomb to Faroz, and then lifts up Cora into like a Chingona bomb on her. Ulyssa runs in, gets booted in the face, and Raquel sort of does this Chingona bomb splash with Cora on top of Valentina. To pick up the win, um, the the finish was cool. I, I do like the Chingona bomb, the Texas tornado bomb. Always looks cool. And then the way Jade like flips upside down backwards onto the the person was cool too. But I could be wrong. It looked like one of the two uh, Faraz, I think, going for a destroyer, but messed it up. It looked like they were legit. Oh, really? Going for this Canadian destroyer. I was like, wait a second, what? And then they kind of just the move kind of fell apart. So they all like moved on to something else but i was like wait a second the way you you jumped and did that and it looked like cora was ready to do the flip or something but yeah i don't know it looked it looked like oh okay uh but i i I didn't mind this match it was quick and kind of what it needs to be and i mean this the character of jade and raquel is the what the two that don't get along but now they get along kind of thing it's like really overplayed but hey the wrestling is there so they're good friends now they were hugging and smiling like they they've gotten over that yeah uh, no, I, you know, I thought obviously that we expected Cora and Raquel to win here, but I thought Ulyssa and Valentina kind of showed up and, and in the time they got really kind of got my attention. So I'm looking forward to seeing more of these two because, uh, yeah, yeah I, I thought they had a great show in here in this match and some of the stuff was, uh, ambitious. It didn't all pay off, but like some of it looked really good. So I was, yeah, pretty happy with this. Well, you know, we got to see them hit a destroyer now. Regard- regardless, regardless if they even were trying to do it, they need to do it. But yeah, they were impressive. Well, I know Valentina's a big fan of Shot in the Dark, so maybe this, she listens as well. This so is true. Let us know. Let us Valentina, know, Valentina. Valentina, are you practicing that destroyer? Or she's got she's got some some moves. I'm sure she's ready. That's that's yeah. awesome. Sino's best friend, Valentina. For yeah. yeah. So this bit was funny. <laughs> Oh boy. Saray is backstage going, Hey girls, look at my necklace. And all these girls are like, Wow, that's a great necklace. One girl says, and I quote, I've never seen anything like that before. <laughs> <laughs> You've never seen a necklace with a flower on it? Mm, all right. Necklace? It's just a necklace. It's just a necklace. And then Tiffany Stratton comes in and says, Oh, it's a bit tacky. But you can have one of mine. And Saray says, no, thank you. So Tiffany Stratton slams her into the fence and walks off. And the girls are like, what the fuck? She was just showing her, us a necklace. Again, this Meanie. is like, yeah, this is like Mean Girls. It's like Degrassi High. It's like NXT High, but more so like you got to be high to come up with some of this like 
really bad writing and just bad. so fucking terrible. Uh, but yeah, I'm now we got to see the match. So Saray and Tiffany Stratton, they got to fight and it's going to be over jewelry before it was over credit cards with Wendy Chu. Uh, yeah. Tiffany, Tiffany's just picking fights with everyone here. She's just being mean. Wow. I've never seen anything like that. A necklace from the dollar store. Yeah. <laughs> we go to Tony D'Angelo, who's at the docks. And he says, you smell that? That's the smell of opportunity in the air. WrestleMania weekend, biggest weekend of the year. And I got my eyes on a big fish, a white whale. Tony, a stand and deliver is going to be my show. And Tony D will become a made man. And as far as my opponent goes, they'll be sleeping with the fishes. Hey. hey. Who do you see? I, I imagine maybe him entering the ladder match, would you think? Yeah, we'll see. I would that make see, most sense? I, yeah, it would. It would, yeah. Yeah, potentially. Unless you put him in a singles match with someone. Bring back mm. Nunzio uh, and dream match Tony D versus Nunzio. Sure. Booker. Yeah. Is he still wrestling? I hope so. Has he shown up at GCW yet? I'm sure he has. Lil Guido. Yeah. Versus Tony D. Book it. We go to Andre Chase versus Von Wagner. You know what this means. (laughs) Come Tuesday. Yeah, it always is. Yeah, when Von's around. It's, It's Von Wagner's world, and we're just living in it. There was one uh, member of the CWC who was definitely, <laughs> uh, definitely a, a ticketed person here who just really liked Von Wagner to come to ringside. I thought I was, yeah, like I'm, again, I watch wrestling. I'm like, okay, this person in like the front here looks like a plant because they're just this lady just hanging around by herself acting like just she's having a great old time it just didn't it just didn't fit the bill it didn't look like one of the fake people on the screens that they have here in the cwc and then i literally got a message from a buddy who was watching the show and he's like uh what's with the plant in the front row i was like huh so i was expecting something to happen however it did not it was weird maybe this is a a thing we'll start seeing her a bit more remember when malcolm bivens we used to see him at ringside and they never really focused on him yeah, uh, it was just you'd suddenly see like on Twitter. Oh, that's Malcolm Bivens. Right. It did seem odd because this girl wasn't there for the rest of the show in this position. And she was just there kind of twirling her hair, looking pretty. Uh, like she kind of sitting yeah, pretty. looking pretty. And like she liked uh, Von's Wagner, you know, I mean, um, she knows what day it is. Yeah. Uh, and Wagner's kind of changed his gear a bit. He's now in. Did he? Black. Black, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't the Pooh Brown who he used to wear. It was black and red. Still similar design. Still not great, but no. l- looked a little bigger, better. Um, well, Chase is all fired up for this match. He's not really doing the comedy stuff. He's kind of mad at Wagner, and he comes in right away with some jabs. Uh, clearly, also been watching his Shame at Man, um, but eventually he gets caught by Wagner. And there are these big shoulders in the corner, repeated boots to the face of Chase. Oh, that right, and then knees to the gut, a big beal, but then Andre starts a big beal, a big beal from <laughs> from uh, Wagner, and then What's Andre a big beal, a beal, you know the big throw, big what? Beal. Wow, I didn't know that's what it was called. 
Yeah. You know, um, like Keith Lee did to Isaiah Casti, a Beal. Right. That's like, yeah. that's like, uh. It's all the rage right now, the Beal. The Beal? That's what they call it? Like Jessica yeah. Beal? B-E-A- I, like the... I think it's B-E-A-L-E. Like Ian Beal. You wouldn't know who Ian Beal is. Oh, I don't. Legend. Push... British Ian legend, Beal. Ian Beal. Yeah. Wow. The Beal. Got so when you throw by people... his ex wife once. Oh, damn. Well, she arranged for someone to shoot him, but yeah, it was, yeah, he's had a hard life. He was he was homeless for a little bit, grew a beard really quickly. He grew a beard. Mm. Paid Janine for sex. Yeah, Ian oh, Bill. Are we quite? I don't yeah. know what you're talking about, but, <laughs> but I Someone saw. Is. I'm popping like anyone this side of the of the of the Atlantic. At the but, moment, I watched, but... <laughs> but I watched. But I watched Mania this week, and they do the bit wherever. Is there a new one? There's, there was a new one, and then there was one last, like, two weeks ago that I missed. So I watched two in a row, me and my buddy Trav. We got lit and watched the new Bunch of Manias. But the one where Keith Lee, I guess, what did you say, Beal? Whenever he throws a guy, they, they clip it so it looks like whenever Uncle Phil in Fresh Prince used to throw jazz out the house. It's right. so good. I laugh every time. So he Beals him. He Beals him. Is, yeah. that, a British, is that a British thing? No. They, they always call it a Beal. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, Well, after this big Beal, Andre tries to take away the leg from Wagner and then gets the the C-H-A-S-E chant going with the crowd. What does that spell? Chase you. And then Bodie Hayward on the outside gets into Robert Stone's face. And well, Wagner doesn't like this at all and punches Bodie in the face. And as Andre is checking on Bodhi. He's like, are you okay? Bodhi tells him not to worry about him. Go in the ring, finish the job. Well, he goes into the ring and eats a clothesline, followed by the, it's like a DVD neck breaker from Wagner for the win. Wow. And Von Wagner puts away Andre Chase. Yeah, still kind of a nothing match for me. Von, I do think is a pretty good wrestler, but this definitely, I think he, I think he literally just should have, squash Andre Chase even more so than this to kind of get a definitive kind of change in the pace of the character and the stuff with Robert Stone. He obviously still wins with that DVD, but whatever. More shockingly that you were right about the Beal throw and that Fred Beal was an amazing athlete and essential part of the Gotch camp, but he he technically popularized the Beal throw. Some say that uh, Jake the Snake did it. Ricky, was it Ricky Choshu? Man, there's a lot of people who use the Beal throw, but I had no idea that this was. I'd imagine, I'd imagine the guy with Beal in his name. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why it says this. people are saying Jake the Snake, what, invented the Beal? It says this on the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I'm on this weird thing, this website. I've never heard of this website, celebrities.tn. And this, there's literally this story called Who Invented the Beal Throw? And then it's going into like different people who use this thing. I don't know why the picture is uh, Nia Jax beeling someone, but yeah, there we go. Wow. He certainly had a beel. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I kind of agree with you. I think this went a bit too long. It should have been Wagner just like running through this guy. Uh, but I, I did kind of like seeing Andre Chase not do the comedy thing and like actually be a little fired up and take a match a bit more seriously. But I don't know how seriously you can take him when he's wearing his sweater and everything. Like, I don't really see, like the guy can clearly wrestle, but when you've let go all of the talent you've let go, I don't see what there is for an Andre Chase. Yeah, no, know? the ceiling, the ceiling will break. Like this character has run thin with me a, a while back. I really, it's, 
I'm so over the this, these characters like this. You can, yeah, you can put this on Raw maybe for a, a couple of weeks. Have him as a change up his character, be a manager maybe, be in twenty four division. But like, why are you, why are you like uh, grooming people to be in your twenty four seven division? You know it, it, and like the guy, like the guy can wrestle. We've we've seen him. Like he's not a bad wrestler, and maybe he's. Uh, in a kind of trainer role or whatever would be good. But yeah, I just don't, I don't see the point of this character. I don't see who this really serves when you're letting go of some of the people you've let go, but you're keeping, uh, I feel, I sound awful. I sound like I'm going for this guy's head. I'm not, I just don't, don't see where this goes at all. Um, yeah, it's a, it's so silly in the, like, even like a Tony D'Angelo, like the gimmick is like, yeah, I'm a mafia guy, but he's been, he's been doing the wrestling and it kind of, it works more to uh, more than just the guy who's like, Oh, I'm a professor and I like to swear at my student. It's like, okay, mm. well, what? Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. It's a soft character. It's such a dumb character to have in wrestling. It's very, Hey, I'm a garbage guy. I mean, if, if his school, like his chase, you, if, if Bodie Hayward starts to be something and he kind of have a couple more students, it might work as like more of a, a manager who can wrestle, who, who has, it's almost like the lighter diamond mine almost, but well, yeah, I you know what we had, we had a school in NXT and our professor's name was Timothy Thatcher. And you know what? We don't have that anymore. So now we have this. It's going to be in blood sport. Right? Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And Oni versus Mox. In yes. Blood sport. What the fuck? That's insane. Yeah. That looks Crazy. like a good show. Um, we go backstage to Nikita Lyons. They're, they're putting over all the, um, well, some of the tweets that were, were out there some last week about Nikita Lyons. Um, and I saw a lot of great tweets. <laughs> there were a lot of great tweets. I, I didn't really mention, but at the end of the Lash Legend match, Legend kind of called out Nikita Lyons. And while Lyons says here, I can hear you. And I also heard what Lash Legend said earlier. She's obviously threatened by me, and why wouldn't she be? So I suggest you bring back lashing out so I can see her face-to-face, and I want you to keep that energy. So it's back next week wow. at Roadblock, lashing out with Lash Legend, and Nikita Lyons is going to be the guest. Wow. Can't wait. Can't yeah. wait. Yeah, I mean, Nikita Lyons definitely broke wrestling Twitter this week, last week. Uh, definitely, like... I got a lot of I got a lot of listeners coming out of the woodwork messaging, being like, "Huh, I watch NXT now. We are NXT. Stand with NXT and NXT loud. All that stuff." Uh, and I and I and I get it. I get it. Uh, not saying I want to see a lash lashing out with Lash Legend with these two, but it was just week one, so I'm like, "All right, let's see where we can go with this." But wow, our our big feud is now Lash Legend and Nikita Lyons. So uh, I'm I'm I'm. Over the, I'm ecstatic for this hmm. feud. Well, let's go to the main event of the evening for the North American Championship. Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams defending against Pete Dunne. Um, the, the start of this match starts really quick. They're doing the classic like leapfrog drop down, but so quick, both guys. And eventually this big clothesline from Melo. And then Pete comes back with his own clothesline and then they just start repeatedly doing like these club-like clotheslines and 
Wade has a great call on commentary. He's like, they're just waiting for one of them to break a clavicle. Because, yeah, this looked like Ishii style almost, the way they were will... hammering away. Yeah, okay. So, like, that first clothesline where finally, like, one of them, like you said, they were going so fast with drop downs and leapfrogs, running ropes back and forth. It was finally Mello who hits Pete with the clothesline, kind of sending him inside out. And this is, like, right away in the match. But if you looked, Pete was bleeding. So Pete was, mm. Pete was kind of mad. And then I think it's Wade Barrett who was watching closely and is like, yo, he just rocked him. If I'm mellow, I'd be looking out for a receipt. And it's almost like it was on cue because then Pete actually like started like dummying him, but Pete was bleeding. Yeah. So then when Pete gave him a receipt, it was like Mello was giving it back to him. So it was definitely like a, like, okay, you want to, you want to show me your, t- yeah. like, like it was, it was good. I was super into this match, but great start. Yeah. Pete goes for uh, like a X-Flex and kind of is just like, I don't know if he was sandbagging or whatever. He couldn't quite get him up until the third attempt and then hits this uh, awkward looking X-Flex. But I didn't hate it because, again, it looks like a real fight here and a real struggle, Um, just not as kind of smooth as done. You normally see him hit it. Mello goes for the single crab, but Dunn breaks free. And then Mello leaps over the top rope, kind of like Gargano's old like slingshot DDT, but onto the apron. And then back in the ring, Mello springboards, eats a forearm from Dunn or a bull hammer, as Wade Barrett calls it, but only a two count. And then Dunn grabs an ankle lock and just starts kicking away at the elbow. But Mello comes back with a a Booker T-esque leg scissor kick to the back of the neck and then goes for his satellite into the crossface, but gets caught into a bitter end, which looked like it spiked Mellow, uh, looked great. Yeah. But Mellow just rolls out the way at the end. So Dunn can't quite capitalize on the pin right away. Mellow then manages to get Dunn down for the crossface and Dunn gets out of it by what does he do? He breaks your fingers. There's then the bitter end, but this is countered into uh, Mello's like suplex lift into the cutter, uh, which looks really nice. And then they're both fighting on the top of the turnbuckle. Trick climbs onto the apron to try and get involved, but Dunn breaks his fingers. Dunn gets shoved off the top rope and Hayes comes off with his uh, like guillotine leg scissor kick to the back of Dunn and picks up the win, one, two, three, retaining the title. Yeah, Mellow Don't Miss, nothing but mm. net. Yeah, definitely definitely a match I was I was super excited about, and I thought delivered. There was some crazy stuff, not, not just the striking exchange early, but some of the flying around moves, like Mellow does this jumping code breaker thing, and Pete sells it oddly. Like, it just looks awesome whenever he takes it. But then also the satellite into the crossface, yeah, it's we've seen a lot of guys do it, but it looks like even almost so more snappy, like more fast. Yeah, he has a snap to it, doesn't it? And like it looks like it would, his yeah. face to the mat. Yeah, it looks like it would hurt really bad. And then again, that suplex cutter is cool too. I'm still like the scissor kick off the top does look deadly. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like he needs he does need a, like one of these moves to to hit a like you know if you were just cutting a promo face to face with someone what's the what's the move your finishing move you're dropping them with like mm. is it you know is it something like that like because the leg drop looks cool but yeah this match was awesome uh, he needs a name for it as well like yeah i don't know what around a while it. and 
it, it just gets out. What a maneuver. Oh, yeah. he hit him with that, that kind of thing. Um, no, this was, this was great though. This, this was great. I like, I was, I found myself cheering for Pete cause you know, it's like, ah, oh, come on, man. But uh, Hayes needed to, to retain this, of course, and, and go on to some other things. But love love this match. Would definitely recommend people checking this out. Because like we've said, Carmelo Hayes has been the the star for me in, in this rebrand of NXT since the 2.0 stuff. And everything he does is just keeps getting better and better. And I used to kind of rag on Trick when he first came in. But even he is like picking his spots and doing the right things to to just help elevate Carmelo and be this like kind of superstar. And yeah, the wrestling has definitely connected with this guy like every time i see him better and better and the promo game and just everything i I think this guy could be a pretty big star in the wwe but i mean then he goes on to to, to drop some some knowledge for us afterwards yeah so i mean they were cutting it really fine because the overrun i think normally goes to about like eight minutes past 10 yeah it often comes down and they were cutting it really fine he's on your mic on the mic uh, Trick says, and still your A champion, Carmelo Hayes. And Melo goes, look at me. I'm a freaking gold mine. And that's why I'm taking my challenge to Dallas, Texas. And then his music starts and he's like, wait, what? All right. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to put my title on the line in the match that started this title, a ladder match. Um, so, yeah, I think we, we were kind of expecting this might be the way they're going. Uh, makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I think that could be could be pretty great. And got a, a finally a big crowd. I think we have had a lot of a lot of ladder matches in the last year or so. But being the first NXT back in front of uh, some sort of arena, I think will be it makes sense to do a ladder match. Yeah, are we talking? So, so I mentioned last week that hey, it would be cool to do the way the title was brought in. It's like he literally said what I said. Mm-hmm. Uh, do like the six man ta- six man ladder match for the title, or do you yeah. see it being more of a one on one thing? Like, would he face Braun Breaker to unify the titles? No, no, no. I think it will be because Cameron Grimes is still kind of involved in this story. Yeah, so I can see it being uh, like Dunn Grimes. Tony D'Angelo is is kind of mixing it up with uh with Dunn as well still. You could put Grayson Waller in there, maybe. Um Grayson Waller, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's and, not bad. That's 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 all these yeah. NXT guys flopping around here. So that could that could make a cool match. That makes sense. For sure. But, put Har- Harland in it. <laughs> Harland, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, I you know, this week I think they there was a lot of matches. There were, I think, eight matches on today's show, but they really trimmed the the stuff backstage. Like the segments we did have were very quick, and I, I'm never going to complain about having a Briggs and Jensen segment. Um, but I, I really, I really did enjoy the opening match and the closing match, and you know, I, I didn't mind the um, for like the time. I didn't mind the Ulyssa. Valentina, Cora Jade, Raquel match as well. So uh, there was a lot more I liked this week than than usual. So it and it kind of moved a little quicker than usual for me. Um, it still had a lot. It still had a lot of things going on, which I'm like, yo, like just give the main event more time. Those guys probably could have went for another five, ten minutes, or probably more if they really could. But there's still a lot of like other stuff in it, like the the. The te- a lot of the matches are really short, but it, there's just so many matches. Like, how many matches in total? Like, eight? 
eights. Yeah. That's crazy. Like it's a two hour show. Relax, like tone it down just a little bit and give time to maybe some of them. But it did feel like there was less segment talking stuff, but it's at the same time, it's still. That's my main thing with the, the opening match always seems to get time. It's the, it's the closing match always feel a little short changed on. And I'm always looking at the clock and it's getting to about 10 to 10 and it's, we're doing entrances and two commercial breaks still. It's, uh, I completely agree. Just, I get, I guess they're trying to just get as many reps for these people as possible, you know, uh, for this developing talent, but it would make for a better show just to cut. We we didn't need Von Wagner, Andre Chase this week. We didn't need yeah. Amari Miller, Lash Legend this week. You could totally done without them and given the main a little longer. So he's not rushing his promo right at the end to to announce this ladder match. I mean, so they announced this next week is this NXT roadblock. And I'll run down the card here for it. Dolph Ziggler, Champa, Braun Breaker. Are we saying Braun retains? I think it's I safe think to say. So, yeah. Yeah. What about the NXT tag team titles? Creed Brothers challenging Imperium. I think it's going to be a title change. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, False count anywhere. LA Knight, Grayson Waller. I think Waller wins that one as well. Um, And then some women's Dusty Classic semifinals. Iro Shirai, Kaylee Ray versus Casey and Caden. That could be good. Uh, I'd go Io and Kaylee Ray. And then Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai versus Jade, Cora Jade and Raquel. I'd go Cora Jade and Raquel. I think Cora Jade and Raquel, and I think Io and Kaylee Ray as well. But uh, yeah, so that's next week with Roadblock for NXT. Wow, they've given it fancy names and everything. Look at that. And then after that, maybe we'll see where they go with this whole stand and deliver stuff and maybe fill mm. in where that goes. So we can get ready for our Saturday show for stand and deliver whenever that happens what, at 11 or 12 like noon isn't it gonna be uh wow. be 12 yeah yeah i think it's five over here yeah well all right well that was nxt from this week we will be back next week to talk all about roadblock we record this show when nxt ends we go live on twitch and record this twitch.tv slash up next podcast every tuesday 10 15 p.m eastern time but davy we do it every wednesday too we do indeed we do BD Elite. We yeah. talk all about Ada. What is the big announcement going to be tomorrow night? Well, is it? Well, did Tony Khan buy Ring of Honor? Did he buy the tape library? Is Jeff Hardy going to show? What? There's so many things that could happen. Uh, but yeah, we do talk about Dynamite and we talk about it on BD Elite, which again is on this free feed. But we do record that on Twitch, 10:15 p.m. Eastern Time on Wednesday nights. And then yes, uh, we will be doing a Revolution watch along party. Uh, in Toronto. And if you want to hang out with us Monday morning, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitch, we will record a little review of Revolution and then uh, put it up on this free feed for you guys too. So, so many podcasts. And if you want to hear more, patreon.com slash up next for all the other shows. Can't wait to talk about some best match ever, Shane O'Mac. Oh, yeah. Here comes we do money. have one piece of feedback before oh, we, we go away. I totally uh, from... forgot about feedback. It's all right. It's, it, so did everyone this week, it seems. But we do have Magan who wrote in. Uh, we leave our feedback threads on the Facebook group and on forum.postwrestling.com. Uh, Magan says, Dunn Hayes was a strong main event, and I liked that the North American title will be defended in a ladder match at Stan and De- Deliver. Seeing the card for Roadblock had me concerned that Stand and Deliver was getting 86th. Glad that's not the case. 
Does Ziggler stick around for this, uh, for his one-on-one title match against Braun, or does Braun face someone new? Uh, I think we both are assuming maybe yeah. it's someone else, maybe uh, a Gunther, perhaps. Gunther. Uh, I see there's another piece of feedback. Charbel writes in. Wow, Charbel hasn't written in a while. I wonder what he wrote here. And he said, here's my feedback for tonight. And it's just a picture of Gigi Dolan. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Go check well, it out. Well, I can't always do what I'm told, huh? Yeah. 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 Uh, that's it, guys. Thank you for listening to us and supporting us here again at Up Next Podcast on Twitter for all the updates and all the shows and stuff like that. And uh, I myself, Braden Harrington, you can find me on Twitter and I'm on Instagram. I am at the Bray D, and I am at Davy Portman. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And what is that? That looks tacky. Oh, hoy! Uncut gems. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.